Hey guys, welcome back to the Switch Podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm Uncle Jake. And today it's such an honor for the Switch Podcast crew to welcome Oreos minor league pitcher Kevin McGee to the podcast. We can't thank you enough for joining us and we can't wait to get started. So Kevin, I hope you've been staying safe and how you been? Good man, how you guys doing? Oh, um, we're great. So before we start, we just want to thank the whole Orioles organization for allowing us interview Kevin. So let's start the interview out. And our first question is, at what age did you start playing baseball and what drew you to baseball over any other sports you play when you were young? So when I first started playing baseball, I was about four years old during like the T-ball era. And then I stuck with that, obviously, up until now. Um, and then growing up, I also played soccer um, and basketball. And then once I was around like fifth grade, well, how old are you guys now, 11? Yeah, we're both 11, like 12. I'm about to turn 12, so like fifth grade's well, going sixth grade. Like sixth grade? Yeah. Yeah. So right when I was like going into sixth grade, that's when I started playing football too. And then um, when I was in high school, it was baseball, football, and basketball. Um, and then until once I got to my junior year, it was just, just baseball again. So we know you're a pitcher now, but when you were younger, did you play any other positions around the diamond? Yeah, so I played, um, I'm a lefty, obviously, so I played first base and right field, too. Mostly first base, though. And I actually like playing first better than pitching. Okay, so our next question is, did you have a favorite team and player growing up? Yeah, so uh, I'm from New Jersey, so my favorite team is the Yankees. Um, Don't tell the Orioles that, but... uh, yeah, my whole family, like, they're diehard Yankees fans, and um, I liked, like, the old school pitchers, like, um, do you guys know who Andy Pettit is? I know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so he was my favorite, because he was a, a big lefty for the Yankees, um, and that, he was kind of the person that, like, I saw him pitch on TV, and I was like, oh, I want to do that one day. So Jake's also a Yankees fan, but I'm a Mets fan, so we kind of... Oh, have- Really? Okay. We have a lot of arguments about DeGrom and Cole. That's like the one. Yeah, well, I, I met DeGrom when I was in college. Um, he spoke at one of, we have this thing called the Bullpen Banquet at St. John's, which is in the city. And uh, he was our guest speaker. He's a really cool guy. So, speaking of St. John's, why, why did you choose that for college? So, I chose St. John's because um, mainly the coaching staff. Um, so coach Blankmeyer, he's the head coach and, um, he really, he, he's now in the college baseball hall of fame and, um, he, along with the other coaches really did a good job of, you know, persuading me to go there and showing me why St. John's is the real deal. Um, and it turned out to be right because in my four years there, um, three of the years we were nationally ranked and we also, uh, we also made it to regionals three of those years, and we won the biggest tournament and regular season two of the year. So our next question is, after your sophomore year, you played summer ball in the New England Collegiate Baseball League. So what did you learn there? Yeah, so believe it or not, um, my sophomore year at St. John's, so a typical college season, you play 56 games, right? Yeah. And I was, the, I was the Saturday guy. So if you think of it, that's like the number two starting pitcher. And the entire year, I only had one win. So I had one win and five losses. So not good at all. And um, that year, um, Coach Blankmeyer told me that if I don't have a good summer, that they're not going to invite me back to St. John's. So I had a lot of pressure on my shoulders um, going into that uh, summer season. 
But um, the coaching staff for the Mystic Schooners, which is that's the team I played for in the New England Collegiate League, um, they were awesome and they helped me out a lot. And we ended up winning the entire summer league that year. Um, so it was, it was a big year for me to learn how to, you know, really truly pitch and figure out what my strengths were. So the big takeaway was to just understand that at the end of the day, baseball is just a game and you got to have fun with it. I think one of the other guys we interviewed, Jason Foley, also played on that same team in the same league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was my teammate. Yep. Really good guy. We interviewed him this past week. He was a great guy. Oh, yeah. He, he's the best. Yeah. Well, going into your year, you went 4 and 1. You had a 245 ERA. So, what was your mindset after having up and down years your first two years? So, my first two years. Um, this might be a little hard to understand at your age, but I was pitching more to um, impress the coaching staff to kind of prove that I belong there. Um, and obviously that wasn't working because when you play, you should be playing to have fun and, you know, to compete. Um, so once I had that summer in Mystic, baseball became fun again for me. And instead of pitching to prove that I belong there, I was just pitching to have fun. And once I changed that mindset, everything started to click. And uh, and that's when, you know, I started feeling good, getting my confidence back on the mound, and then, you know, the, the rest is history. So, in your senior season, you had the best season-going record with set, going 7-3 with 2.67 ERA, and you were, you were also a second-team All-Big East player. So what was your motivation going into your final season? Um, I just wanted to go out on top. Um, I finally – you know, prove to myself that not only did I belong at St. John's, but I could perform at a high level here. And um, knowing that this was my senior year, this realistically could have been my last time playing baseball. So I figured, you know, why not just leave it all out on the field, um, try to do what I can to help the team. And, uh, you know, thankfully, um, no injuries that year. Everything felt fine. And we ended up having a really good, really fun season. So I just... I, my main goal was to just um, go out on top and, and enjoy my last year. So, in 2018, you were drafted in the ninth round by the Orioles. So, what was that accomplishment like for you getting drafted into an MLB organization? Oh, it's, it's the best feeling. Um, believe it or not, I really didn't think I was going to get drafted um, up until about two days before the draft because um, I had an agent or an advisor at the time. Now he's my agent. Um and he had called me and he said, hey, a couple teams are looking to take you in the top 10 rounds. And I was like, oh, that's incredible. But when I got drafted, I was actually filling out a job application for the real world, you know, outside of baseball. Um, and in the middle of that application is when I got drafted. So, uh, you know, I was really proud of myself. Um, and, I, you know, I was thankful for, you know, everyone that helped me get to the spot that I was at. So in your first year in pro ball, you pitched great. You had a a record of three and one with an area of one sixty six, which is really, really good. So what was your key success in that first year at the Orioles organization? Say that question again. So you had you yeah, a record of three and one with an ERA of one point sixty six in your first year. So what was your key success in that this on your first year at the Orioles? So I went into it, um obviously I had already pitched about I think it was ninety innings at St. John's. So I treated it as if it was like another summer league. Um, so I wanted to go in and have fun, um, you know, stay very humble. Obviously now the talent's a lot better. Um, 
So I just tried to treat it as if just the speed of the game picked up a little bit. Uh, but obviously at the professional level, it's, it's still the same game of baseball. So uh, I just wanted to have fun, you know, get to gel with the other guys, like obviously brand new teammates. Um, and, you know, luckily uh, we had some scuds playing the field behind me. So every ground ball, I didn't have to worry. Every pop-up, I didn't have to worry. And uh, it was a lot of fun. So last year, you had another great year. You went 5-6 with 2.04 ERA. So did you have more experience going to that year? And what was, like, your motivation like? Yeah, so um, after my first year of pro ball, um, they had me as a reliever because I already had so many innings at St. John's. So they put me out of the bullpen. And then my second year, um, they were like, hey, Kev, we want to move you back to a starting pitcher. So my goal was to um, try to utilize my time on the field as effectively as I could. So um, I worked a lot of arm care. Unfortunately, I, I had a little shoulder injury uh, about mid-July, but you know I was able to play through it. Um, but my main focus was trying to keep um, the runs down and, uh, and focus more on developing my pitches, like my slider and my changeup. So has there been anyone in the Orioles organization, like veterans or more experienced minor leaguers, who have given you, like, these words of wisdom, like, helped you throughout your, like, first two seasons? Oh, yeah. So you'd think, like, okay, so obviously in professional baseball, everybody's competing now for the same roles, right? They want to get on, on, on TV in the big leagues. So you would think that guys wouldn't be helping each other, but in fact, it's the complete opposite. Um, literally every single coach, every single teammate is always trying to make everybody else better, including themselves. Um, it's like, you know, like iron sharpens iron. You guys ever hear that before? Yeah. So, so obviously, um, everybody's going the same direction, trying to make everybody better. So as far as veterans, um, last year when I was in extended spring training, um, there was a catcher in the big leagues, Austin wins. Do you guys know him? He's the... Well, I got a lot of Mets games, so I think I went to his debut. Okay, so he was um, rehabbing with us um, down in spring training, and um, you would never know by the way he acted that he was a big leaguer because he just acted like one of the other guys, super humble, um, and he really helped me to understand how to carry myself both on and off the field, um, you know, how to work different pitches, what guys look for in certain counts, and... Um, you know, he was, he was the one veteran that really made me think that I had a legitimate shot to, to make the big leagues. So what are your goals for the next few seasons? For the next few seasons, I want to work on um, building my velocity. That's the first one. And um, maintaining my health. Because last year, unfortunately, um, I had a, a little shoulder tweak in you know, front of my shoulder right here. Um, which really, you know, limited how effective I could pitch. So now I do a lot of arm care. Um, the goal would be to, to play a whole season with no injuries whatsoever and um, and maintain my, my numbers. Okay. I kind of knew on that one because last last spring I, I, injured, I broke my wrist, so I missed Ooh. half of my um, little league season. Oh, uh, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, yeah, injuries are tough, but um, and I know. you know, I understand that you come back stronger. I had a really weird injury, so like I was playing, I was actually playing baseball. I got hit by a ground ball, right? I caught him by hitting the thumb, so I was out for like a month too with like a broke, like a weird, like broken, like thumb. It was weird. 
So I, yeah, I mean, it's all the little injuries that really get to you, like a wrist or a thumb or like like the front of my shoulder. Like you would have never thought. But uh, yeah, it's, it's the little ones that get to you. But you know, as long as you come back healthy, everything's fine. Yeah, I also had a concussion this past fall. Ooh, that's from baseball. No, from ba- basketball. I was. Playing. Oh, okay. So our yeah. last, so we're before this is our last like MLB question. We're gonna hit you some like non like MLB questions, but still like part of your career. And this question is like, what's what has your experience been spring training before it all shut down? What was it like? So, yeah, so um, we were at spring training. I think it was for eleven days, and um, it was awesome. You know, all the guys are back. Everybody's in a good mood. Um, so our spring training is down in Sarasota, Florida. So the weather's beautiful. Um, I ended up throwing two bullpens and then one live batting practice. So live BP is, uh, if you guys don't know what it is, it's pretty much you throw to batters, they get their at-bats in, but there's no fielders. So it's not like a real game. Um, so I threw two regular bullpens and a live batting practice. Was the live then, BP against the, like, with your team or with, that, or with a different team? So it's, it was all against the Orioles. We ended oh. up we didn't have time to play the other teams. I think we were supposed to play the Pirates um, two days after that, but because of the virus, they sent us home. So we we would have ended up playing. I think it was the Pirates and Twins quite a bit, but because of the virus, obviously they sent us home. Um, and it was it was really weird because we showed up one day and there was a sign that said, "Hey, you know, no no practice today." Then we got emails and texts to pick up our stuff and then go home. That really does suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is what it is. So now we're just gonna hit you with a couple like rapid fire questions, like not really like MLB or like college, like career, like baseball related, but like they're still like related to like your career, like favorite pitch and all that stuff. And Jake's gonna hit you with your first one right now. Yeah, these are kind of also for the like the listeners to get to know you a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. So first one. What's your favorite place you've traveled to? Favorite place I traveled to? Yeah. Probably for baseball? For baseball or just in general, either one. So for baseball was up in Vermont, the uh, the single eye team for the athletics, the Vermont Lake Monsters. It's really cool up there. You'd think it'd be super cold, but it was actually a cool environment. And then my favorite place ever, um, my family took a vacation to Turks and Caicos. And oh, I've been there. Yeah, you, then you know, it's just yeah. like beautiful beaches. Like, I was out there once. Uh, it was fun. Yeah, it's a good time. Um, our next one, what's your favorite food? Just to eat, if you like have anything to eat to start a game, like sunflower seeds, any of that. Like this, this is a quick snack just to eat or anything, really. Ooh, so before a game, I'm a big like granola bar, like banana kind of guy, like maybe like a peanut butter sandwich. During the game, I love seeds. Big seed guy. So what's your favorite non Non-baseball team and non-baseball player. So, favorite non-baseball team would probably be the Giants for, for football. Um, yeah, there you go. No no Jets fans? No. All right. No. Yeah, Giants. Saquon is my guy, so. Oh, yeah. You guys got to get him on here. <laughs> um, and then my favorite non-baseball uh, player, I'm a big Tom Brady fan. Um you know, even though he's the Patriots, you know, thankfully the Giants always beat the Patriots. But, uh, you know, I like his story and I like the way he carries himself and, you know, the way he handles his business. Yeah, we actually spoke to another um, minor leaguer today and he said Tom Brady was his favorite non-athlete yeah. too. 
So our next question is, what's your what's your like next best sport outside baseball? Because you said you played football and basketball. Which one are you probably like, better at? Definitely football. So basketball, I was not good at all. I had like two points a game. But you still played, and you still played through all like high school and everything, just just to like play other sports. Basketball, uh, my freshman year. Football, I played up till my junior year. Um, Football, I was the the backup quarterback for varsity, um, and I had like two or three varsity starts. Um, It was a lot of fun. I just didn't want to risk injury for baseball. So what's been, like, your favorite moment in your career? It could be, like, a certain, like, strikeout you had or something like that. Oh, actually, so my favorite moment was when we won the uh, the Big East tournament my senior year of college. I wasn't even playing the game, but once we got the last out and we were, like, officially, you know, the winners of the Big East and we all dogpiled in the field, there's no better feeling than that. So speaking of just like playing like base championship, whatever. If you if you were pitching at the end of the game, or like what's just in general your favorite pitch to strike the batter out with? Because you said you want to work your slider and change up. But what's your favorite pitch to strike someone out with? So my best pitch is probably my changeup. That's what got me through last season. Um, I've always been like so. I wasn't even allowed to throw a curveball until like my junior year of high school. Why? Um, that's not to hurt your arm or anything. Yeah, exactly. My pitching coach was like, look, you have a good fastball, you have a good changeup, let's keep developing those, and then we'll eventually land a curveball. So um, I just stuck with the changeup as long as I could, and that's that's my favorite pitch to throw now. I, I, so uh, I pitch sometimes, so I wanted to throw – I throw a changeup too, but I wanted to throw a different pitch, but my coach said it would hurt your arm and stuff like that. Yeah, once you get to around like 14, 15, that's when you guys can start learning like some, some curveballs. And then once you get in college, that's when you can start learning, like, a slider. Yeah, and, like, um, for me, like, Mike, I, I've been working on pitching, like, before, like, the virus came. And, like, I want to throw, like, a curveball, but, like, I said, it wasn't last. So it's not, like, a knuckle curve, so it won't hurt your arm. Can you just throw, like, a fastball instead of a regular curve like that? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, you can get away with that for sure. Because all you have to do is, it's, 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 I don't know, it's, like, not even really a curveball, though. It just curves down, but you throw, like, a fastball, so, like, like down, mostly, like, go down. So it's, yeah, exactly. yeah, so it doesn't like hurt your arm, but it's still considered a, a different type of curveball. So like, I, cause I wanted to throw something different. So yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. So during the whole pandemic, have you been able to get out and train and work on any different um, pitches? Yes. Yeah, so my typical routine, um, I throw every morning either at like nine thirty or ten thirty. I just go on like the local high school field. It's it's a nice turf. Um, so I throw six days a week, and then I work out five days a week. I turned my basement into, like, a makeshift gym, so I'll, I'll work out down there. So, who's been your favorite coach in, like, your career? Because I know that earlier you were speaking, like, the head coach at St. John's or high school, you said it was, but who's your favorite coach in general, like a Orioles guy or is anyone really? Uh, that's tough. So, I, I've, been, I've been pretty blessed with having good coaches. Um, but probably Coach Blankmeyer, you know, he taught me a lot. Um, and then, so I had two pitching coaches at St. John's. So the first one, this guy, Corey Mascara, now he's the pitching coach at Maryland. Um, he was the best. So we used to butt heads all the time. Like, we wouldn't agree on everything. But now he and I probably talk, like, at least once a week. We're really good buddies. And then the pitching coach that came in after Corey, his name's George Brown. Uh, he's a lefty like myself, and we gelled instantly. So I would say both of them have been really impactful on, on my career. So you might have mentioned this before, but what's your like favorite stadium you've ever played at? Because you said that one in Virginia, but has there been any other stadiums you like to play at? Uh, 
favorite stadium? To be honest, I liked, um, I think mine was our home fields in Aberdeen um, for the Ironbirds. It's beautiful fields. Uh, Cal Ripken owns it, so we met him a couple times. Um, really good atmosphere. There's always, you know, the seats are always full. Um, the clubhouse is beautiful. It's a really good environment. I'd say that, you know, being a little selfish because I played for the Orioles, but I would say, you know, Aberdeen is probably my favorite stadium. I think Jake's, Jake's, you said you played here there, right? Yeah, so I have this big, big um, baseball tournament for travel ball that I play every year called Ripken. And it's right next to, like, the Aberdeen Armourns, like, stadium. So I see it every single yeah, yeah, it's like it's on the other side, right? Yeah, so, so like that, that other side, is like, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, and there's like six, six or seven fields on, and like it looks like one field is really not. It's like a hotel resort, but there's also like baseball stands. It's pretty cool. So I see that, yeah, sta- yeah, I see cool that stadium all the time. And I've like been, I've actually like been there. It's, it's cool. I like it's a really cool field. Yeah, and that's that's a fun tournament, right? Yeah, Usually the competition's pretty good. Yeah, how so, did you guys do? Um, the best we've gone, I think we came in four, four for five out of like eight, sixteen, maybe one time. Oh wow! Nice. That's so my good. team's my team's pretty good, but like the the, the like the the competitiveness there is crazy. Like all the teams are insanely good, so it's like really hard yeah. to win games. So okay. yeah, fourth is pretty good though. Yeah. So we've got a few games, a few um few questions left to ask you, and this one that I'm gonna ask is, what's your favorite catcher you've worked with? Because you're a pitcher, so is there, like any catcher in particular that you love to throw to during games? Um. So in college, uh, my favorite catcher was this kid Troy Dixon. Um, he ended up getting drafted by the Seattle Mariners. Um, he was, we always were on the same page with every pitch. It was, you know, a typical game would be about three hours and we cut it down to like two hours, 15 minutes because we work super fast. Um, and then in professional baseball, they're pretty much all the same. Everybody's very elite, very on top of everything. Um, obviously I threw, do you guys know the kid Adley Rushman? He was our, oh yeah, he's a, he's a top catcher prospect for the Orioles. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah, so he, um, he called me, I think we had three stars together. Um, he's obviously incredible. A couple yeah. other guys. He's, most, he's like one of the top catcher prospects in all of baseball. Cause I'm a catcher and I look up to like a lot of like young guys, like Gary Sanchez, my favorite catcher in the league right now. So like, I yeah, and, and, reach out to him. He's a good kid. Um, couple other guys too there's this kid cody roberts he, he played at unc um he was always awesome and then this other kid luke ringhofer he played at uh, south dakota state um we were always on the same page too really good guys so our final question of the day is we don't know if like your quarantine has kind of been like slightly lifted but what's the first thing you're gonna do is going to be playing baseball or just go out with friends and stuff like that um, well, luckily I'm able to play baseball right now, just, you know, not competitively. Um, I think it all depends on what happens with minor league baseball. So if they say, Hey, we're going to go back to spring training, obviously that's going to be my focus. Um, but if, you know, everything gets canceled altogether, I'll still continue my training, but I'll probably try to get out and see my friends. So that's, thanks so much Kevin again for joining us. This was a real, really good podcast and we really, really appreciate it. So to our listeners, yeah, yeah. so to our listeners, please make sure to donate to our GoFundMe charity to help COVID nineteen relief, which the link is in our bio on Instagram. And please comment, follow, and drop a li- drop a like on our podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple. Thanks a lot, Kevin. And have a great day. And stay safe. Yeah, take care, guys. Appreciate it. And good luck on getting to the majors. We hope to see you there soon. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. Thank you, guys, for listening.